Hello everyone. Welcome to this first episode of Embracing Differences with me, Nepin Anand. Why Embracing Differences? Why come up with such a title? I think the the term Embracing Differences has intrigued me for many many years. And I think the reason for that it is is very simple, very basic, which is that we are not sheep. We are humans and we have a mind which means we can think independently and reflect on our thoughts which kind of sets us apart from other living beings and the way we learn and grow is by looking at things from different perspectives now we don't have to believe in everything we hear and read but those differences should give us some food for thought to broaden our perspectives especially so as we grow older in our lives and that is precisely the purpose of this podcast series so expect a range of topics in this series and as i always say don't believe a word of what you hear just think reflect and take away what suits your purpose in my world thinking is a lot of fun i really enjoy it in this podcast we are joined by oisha hildeberg a great friend of mine who is the head of Danish Maritime Acts Investigation Board and Oyser takes us on a journey to understand nearness reporting a concept that is so embedded across safety critical industries let's hear it from Oyser i must up front declare that i have a somewhat a skepticism towards the concept of nearness reporting in general as a tool for managing hazards uh to avoid accidents and also as a tool for for organizational learning now what i'm going to i'm going to i'm not going to use any presentation today so i'm going to keep it quite as simple as i can so i'm going to divide it into two areas near miss as a construct what is a near miss i'm going to talk a little bit about that and then i'm going to talk about organizational learning because what we find is when we talk to to stakeholders that near miss is some sort of way of getting to know ourselves in the organization we learn something about ourselves so i'm going to talk a little bit about near miss as a construct and organizational learning what stands out when we talk about near miss now before i move on when i talk about near miss reporting system i'm talking about it from a marine perspective i I know that near miss can take different shapes and forms depending on what kind of industry we're in. Are we in mining, are we in in aviation and so on? There are different approaches to it. So I'm going to talk from a marine point of view. What we find when we look at near miss reporting system is that or in general also for that matter is the vagueness of the definition of near miss. and also that near miss is defined in a very particular way namely the definition is based on what we would call a counterfactual something that could have happened that should that would have happened if we didn't do anything the definition also often contains some sort of potential something potential there's something that's hidden that might break out so there's this counterfactual that it could have happened uh, and it could potentially have happened now that vagueness 
brings along different kinds of problems. Number one is that it somehow collides with our more contemporary view of safety, namely that something goes wrong and that's what we are looking for. We're looking for things that, that can go wrong. So this is from a Holnagel perspective, this is safety one perspective on safety, that we are very preoccupied with things not working as expected. Uh, that's one thing. Uh, more importantly, uh, there's a problem with counting and categorizing events which have been defined vaguely. So once we get a lot of reports about near misses, what kind of bucket should we put this piece of data into? So the same event can fall into very various different categories because of the subjective nature of these counterfactuals. So this is one issue with the near miss as a construct. The definition is so vague that it's difficult to work with, not only in terms of the individual who is about to do it, to report an image, but also when we try to count it and categorize and treat the data. The second thing is the idea of common causality, meaning that if we find that, that there is a relationship between near-miss events or observations and accidents, or consequences. Now, anyone who has had the time on their hands to read the book by Herbert Heinrich, this is a 59 edition, would learn that this triangle, this hierarchy between near misses or uh, incidents and accidents or consequences, that relationship is highly problematic. Now, Herbert Heinrich, who introduced this idea of this hierarchy in his book, Industrial Accident Prevention, or Industrial Accident Prevention, in his early work, he introduced that there was a causality between near misses and accidents. So if we get rid of all the near misses, we will have no accidents. Now he revised that later on, but there's no data to be found that underpins this common cause hypothesis, the common cause between incidents and accidents. And what's the implication of that? Well, the implication is that if we have near misses and we deal with near misses, then we will have fewer near misses, but we will have the same amount of accidents. Let me put that, rephrase that. If we find a lot of near misses and we address those, we will not have fewer accidents, but we will have fewer near misses because there is no observable causation between near misses and accidents or serious consequences, events with serious consequences. Now, these are two things. I talked about the vagueness of the definition. I talked about common causality, that there's a relationship between near misses, uh, uh, incidents, and accidents. And the third thing, which is also quite important that we noticed is that once we look through near-miss reporting systems, we find a lot of a certain category of incidents or events and none of others that we know are there, but they're not being reported. So there's some sort of secrecy going on. Now one could 
describe that in any number of ways. One way of doing it is we get a lot of what we could call technical events, fall, trip events, uh, people getting stuck in doors, almost falling downstairs, uh, fire hoses with a hole in it, something like that, of that nature, technical. Other events or uh, yeah, events that we never get reported in the maritime industry is, for example, which are highly safety critical. For example, uh, an officer of the watch being tired, almost falling asleep, or even falling asleep. An engineer who, put, who uh, puts machinery together in a wrong way and almost started it, and thereby uh, creating an accident. Uh, that kind of events are never or rarely described or reported. And why is that? One way of putting it is that we get incidents that can be forgiven by the organization. Anyone can forgive the personnel on a ship that they found a hole in a hose. They may be even being rewarded for it, praised for it, for their diligence in doing inspections. Whereas reporting falling asleep, which touches upon the professionality, the core, values of the individual will not be reported, thereby creating some sort of secrecy about what's going on. So these are three things about the near misconstruct that, that's problematic. The definition, the common causality, and also what gets reported and what does not get reported. The final thing I will touch upon is near mis reporting systems as a means of organizational learning, that we will learn something from these reports. We will learn something about ourselves as an organization. Now, what we find is that there's a tendency to oversimplify what organizational learning is. It somehow by itself appears once we have the data. Organizational learning is highly complicated or complex even process. How we get knowledge into the organization, we learn to appreciate it. And how we use that knowledge to facilitate change while simultaneously balancing conflicting goals within our own organization. Now, the specific problem we, found, we find in organizations is that we have reporting systems which, where we have tens of thousands of reports. So the system can handle or store the data, but there are problems with what to do with the data. How do we transform these, this data into knowledge? Knowledge that we can use to facilitate some sort of change or improvement. Now that link has been broken somehow or has not been there all along. So we get the data, but we have no strong methodology or method for analyzing that data or transforming it into knowledge about something. So the frustration in, in the back office uh, managers will typically be, well, we have all of this data, we have all these Excel sheets, but what to do with it? What does it tell us? We don't know. We have no developed methodology. Now, if we are not able to learn from it, and the data we get in is not of a high quality. What's the purpose of it then? Why do we do it? 
And if I ask, or we in the investigation board ask uh, managers, back office managers, why do you have a near-miss reporting systems? The typical response will be, because we have to. Because it's written into maritime legislation, it becomes a mandatory requirement. And thereby they have to do it. But they have no means of developing the system or the methodology for analyzing the data because the legislation does not tell them how to or what the outcome of this NIMBUS reporting should be. And therefore, it's not being used. That's typically the problem. Now, does it matter? Can we just have the system? Then we have something. Then we also can create some KPIs to show to our customers. Well, one could argue that, but the main problem, and this is my final point, NIRMIS reporting systems at best could be useless, a waste of time, but at worst, it could give a, it could act as a learning decoy, meaning that we get a lot of information that we, if we believe it to be true or representing the real world, then we get a distorted view of what's going on or what our problems are. This means that it is counterproductive to have it. So that's the positive outcome of my presentation. Thank you. What do you think? I thought it was brilliant in the way Oyser articulated the concept of near misreporting. I enjoyed every bit of it. How did you like it? Or did you like it at all? And if you did, Please share it with others in your network who you think may benefit from this. And if you have any questions, please feel free to email me back at uh, nepen.anand at novellus.solutions. That's my name at dot surname at novellus.solutions. I'm also on LinkedIn if you want to join me there. And in the next episode, I will talk to you about my perspective on near misreporting systems. So stay tuned. We will be back with some more stuff 